Welcome to the Tenant Law Podcast, where we talk about new, interesting, and or important legal cases affecting New York City tenants. This podcast will be about 10 minutes long. First, we give you some background so you have the context to understand the case we are discussing. Then we talk about the case itself. And finally, we explain why the case is important and give you our tenant takeaway. I am Michelle Itkowitz, and today's case is 3021 Avenue I LLC versus Starker, a case that is just about a year old out of the housing part of the New York City Civil Court County of Kings. Today's case is about two interesting things. The case is about what happens when a tenant is bothered by the noise from another tenant's apartment, big topic. And it is also about the legality of running certain types of daycares in a residential apartment. So let's set the stage with some context. Every residential lease carries with it a warranty of habitability. You've heard me talk about the warranty of habitability on this pod before. Very important. As per the warranty of habitability, residential landlords have a duty to maintain an apartment in a habitable condition. So it doesn't even matter if your lease says that the landlord guarantees nothing about the condition of your apartment. The warranty of habitability is still implied and it's still there. And it means that the apartment must be fit for human habitation and that the condition of the apartment is in accord with the uses reasonably intended by the parties and that the tenants are not subjected to any conditions endangering or detrimental to their life, health, and safety. The obligation of the tenant to pay rent is dependent upon the landlord's satisfactory maintenance of the apartment in habitable condition. Now, breaches of the warranty of habitability are usually physical problems like leaks or mold or peeling paint or broken floorboards or windows that don't operate properly or bad water pressure, physical things. So today's case raises a very interesting question of whether excessive noise from a neighboring apartment in the building can violate the warranty of habitability and thus justify a tenant withholding some rent. Noise from a tenant's neighbor can theoretically breach the warranty of habitability and support a rent abatement. There is appellate case law standing for that proposition, and I'll put it in the show notes with the other case law. The law does exist, but having said that, it's very seldom that a court decides that noise from a neighbor justifies a tenant not paying the rent and that it's a violation of the warranty of habitability. And that's because courts in New York have repeatedly held that, and here's a little quote, a resident of a large city cannot reasonably expect to be surrounded by the stillness which prevails in a rural district. So to be actionable, the noise must be so excessive as to deprive the tenant of essential functions of a residence that it's supposed to provide. So for example, if noise was happening late at night, if it was very loud, if you couldn't sleep, that might be more likely to breach the warranty of habitability. Now, since the noise in today's case came from a daycare run in the upstairs apartment, let's briefly talk about running a daycare business in an apartment in New York. This episode is not a deep dive on this topic, but we need just a little context to discuss today's case. A license can be obtained for what is called a group family daycare. 
a group family daycare, offers childcare in a family home, and that can be an apartment, on a regular basis for more than three hours per day per child. There can be seven to 12 children ages six weeks to 12 years, plus four more school-aged children. Now, there are obviously a bunch of requirements to get a group family daycare license. The group family daycare needs a certain number of caregivers per child. The group family daycare license holder and its staff need to attend hours of trainings. There's fingerprinting and background checks. They need someone trained in CPR and first aid, and they need a certain number of egresses, that kind of thing. Appellate case law has held that this policy deprives a landlord of a cause of action to evict residential tenants who maintain a group family daycare in their apartments. So you can have a group family daycare if you're properly licensed in your apartment. Now we have the stage set, so let's get into today's case. In today's case, Tennant was in his 70s and he had lived in his apartment for over 20 years and he worked from home a lot because of the pandemic. And he testified that after a new upstairs neighbor moved in in 2018, that the neighbor began running a daycare in her apartment and that the noise from the daycare made his life unbearable, so he stopped paying rent. The tenant notified the landlord and the landlord took some action. The landlord sent agents to the apartment to listen to the noise tenant was alleging was coming from upstairs. The landlord apparently got the upstairs tenant to put some professional soundproofing on the floor of the upstairs apartment, although the tenant testified that the soundproofing did not help. The upstairs neighbor was a properly licensed group family daycare. There was testimony that the tenant was very aggressive and confrontational with the upstairs neighbor who called the police on the tenant, although the upstairs neighbor had no police report. The tenant stopped paying rent and the landlord initiated this case against the tenant. At trial, the tenant submitted into evidence recordings he had made of the sounds he said were bothering him. Who won the case? The court found for the landlord and ordered the tenant to pay the rent he withheld or face eviction finding that the noise from the group family daycare did not breach the warranty of habitability. Let's examine the judge's reasoning. Again, in New York City, you are not entitled to the stillness of a rural district. And the court said this following quote, and he included citations for all of these examples he gave. Quote, sounds from a neighboring apartment do not breach the warranty of habitability when they are incidental to normal occupancy, such as use of a washer dryer, snoring, heavy footsteps, or children stomping, end quote. So the upstairs tenant was allowed to have a group family daycare in the apartment, and the noises described were incidental to such permitted use. The upstairs daycare did not operate after 5.30 p.m. or on the weekends. That seemed to influence the judge's decision. And the landlord responded to tenants' complaints, and the upstairs tenant installed the additional flooring. The landlord's agent testified that he stood in tenants' apartment for about 15 to 20 minutes, and he didn't hear anything. And the tenants' recordings of the noise were, quote, indiscriminate and hard to discern, end quote. I think that was a big factor for the judge 
This was a fascinating case, and it gives rise to some very important tenant takeaways about how we live with each other here in New York City. But first, housekeeping. This is not legal advice, and I'm not your lawyer, but because I am a lawyer, this might be considered legal advertising. If it's legal advertising, it's terrible because I'm asking you not to contact me. This pod is not a commercial for me or my law firm. This is simply the podcast that I always wanted to make. Email us with your questions to answer on the podcast. Please give us five stars. Follow us on Spotify if you can, and put this podcast on your socials because you might not need this information today, but somebody else might. It's time for the tenant takeaway. Before we get to the tenant takeaway, I'm going to do something new. Spotify allows me to provide listeners with polling questions. I haven't utilized this feature yet, so I'm going to ask you all, do you think this was a good result in this case? Do you think the landlord should have won, which is what happened, and the group family daycare noise did not breach the warranty of habitability? Or do you think that the tenant should have won and the group family daycare noise did breach the warranty of habitability? Tell me what you think. Tenant takeaways. Here are the takeaways. If you're in the tenant's position in this case and you're being bothered by a neighbor's noise, how could this tenant have gotten a better outcome? What could the tenant have done differently? Number one, assuming he had the resources, tenant could have hired a professional forensic sound engineering firm to come in and measure the noise scientifically and testify about it with things like decibels and that kind of stuff. It's very, very difficult to win a noise case in New York City without a professional measuring the noise and testifying about it. Otherwise, it's just opinions about the noise. It's just he said, she said. I think this guy lost the case when he played the judge a recording he made and the judge didn't really hear very much. Number two, also, this guy had no witnesses. The landlord's agent says he didn't hear any noise when he was in the tenant's apartment, and the tenant didn't get any other neighbors to testify. He could have formed a tenant's association and explored whether others in the building were disturbed by the daycare. Number three, tenant could have sought some limited discovery, which the judge might have allowed on the issue of how many children the daycare was actually servicing. The daycare said it had less kids than it was allowed to by law, but the tenant said he glimpsed in and counted people coming and going, and he thought there were more kids than should be there. Maybe the tenant couldn't have gotten access through the court case, through discovery of the daycare's financial records and seen how many children were really registered. And if it was more than should have been registered, that would have been better for his case. Number four, There was testimony that the tenant was very aggressive and confrontational with the upstairs daycare. That never looks good in these cases. If you're dealing with a noisy neighbor, here is a very important tenant takeaway. It never pays, and indeed it can be dangerous, to lose your cool and go banging on someone's door. Nasty notes are not good either. These things make you appear less like the victim and more like the problem. And they can also escalate the situation to bad places that nobody wants to be. I always tell people aggrieved by noise. I understand it's horrible when your home is invaded by noise, but an argument or a mean note is not likely to solve the situation. 
channel your anger into serious efforts like gathering neighbors into an alliance and pressuring the landlord politically, engaging a sound engineer, seeking more information through legitimate means, that kind of thing. And there you have it. Remember, New York City, the law belongs to you, but your ownership of the law is only as great as your understanding of the law. So let's learn to live better. I am Michelle Itkowitz, and this is the Tenant Law Podcast.